tend to think of myself as a one-man wolf pack. But when my sister brought Doug home, I knew he was one of my own. And my wolf pack, it grew by one. So were there two of us, there were two of us in the wolf pack. I was alone first in the pack, and then Doug joined in later. And six months ago, when Doug introduced me to you guys, I thought, wait a second, could it be? And now I know for sure, I just added two more guys to my wolf pack. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Welcome to the Wolf Pack. This is Matt. I'm here with Tolds, Doug, and Stockland. Welcome to our introductory podcast, our debut. To start things off, since this is our first podcast, we are going to go around and say a little bit about ourselves and tell of our alliances so you can tell when we are biased and when we are not. First off, let's start with Tolds. Let's hear it, Tolds. Tell us a little about yourself, where your alliances stand. Yo, yo, yo. Who you fight for. <laughs> Well, a little bit about me. I am a non-graduated alum from the University of Alabama, <laughs> and uh, my opinions are usually uh, usually spot on and perfect, so there's usually no bias here whatsoever. There we go. There we go. That's all you need. Andrew, a.k.a. Doug. Doug. How are we over here? People are going to start thinking Doug's a real guy. Nobody's going to remember Andrew. Nobody cares about Andrew. Doug. Uh, what up? What up? Yo, yo. Ladies man from Dirty South. Uh. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I got to say, I mean, number one most important thing, Auburn fan, of course. I'm completely biased when it comes to Auburn. Yeah, I uh, love the Colts too. I am a non-graduated alum of the University of Alabama as well, but also the University of Alabama Huntsville. Um, you know, just chilling here in Nashville, doing what I do. Let's take it to Stockland. All right, thanks a lot, Andrew. Uh, Christopher Stockland here. I- Graduated from the University of Minnesota, um, so my allegiances, uh, collegiate-wise, lie with the Golden Gophers, although we don't have a lot to uh, toot our horn about these days. Uh, professionally, I mean, it's got to be the Minnesota Vikings, uh, through and through. I've always been a Minnesota Vikings fan. And uh, the Minnesota Twins, of course, for baseball, uh, my favorite team, and uh, the Minnesota Wild uh, is where is where I pretty much go. And on the uh, the Auburn-Alabama uh side I, i'm gonna go ahead and take uh, the roll tide uh, i'm a roll tide fan and brock lesnar right yeah brock uh you know graduate from the university of minnesota kicking butt in the ufc uh that's pretty much where i am and of course i am matt i say of course like you guys knew that i am matt i graduated from the university of north alabama you might be saying what or where is that and that's my point exactly <laughs> I will go for them in football season, but most of the time they will make it to the playoffs and lose. Therefore, I have alliances in other places. My dad is from Kentucky. I'm a Kentucky Wildcats basketball fan. My mom went to school at Alabama. Therefore, I am an Alabama Crimson Tide football fan. And I'm a New Orleans Saints fan for some other reasons that I won't go into detail for, but they're not really that important. So there are where my allegiances lie. 
So after the intros, we will start getting into the show. To start things off, unsports related, I want to talk about Charlie Sheen. Oh, you got to talk about him. He's now, like, he's like big time in the news. He right is now. all over the news, so of course we are going to cover him. My opinion on Charlie Sheen, I've always thought he was a genius. I've always liked him. I've always enjoyed him. Stockland, fill us in on what's going on with Charlie Sheen for anybody who has been living under a rock and yeah, doesn't know. I honestly have no clue how anybody would know, but I think somebody in this room has no idea what's been going on with Charlie Sheen. I have no idea about anything that goes on anywhere in pop culture, but... Ever since he stopped living with you and watching TMZ every yeah. day. But but Stockland <laughs> is the man when it comes to pop culture. Uh, so yeah, you know, feel free to educate you. Well, uh, Tolds and for anybody else out there who's like him, um, Charlie Sheen... That would be nobody. I Charlie Sheen pretty that. much has been uh, going on these... Uh, these alcohol and uh, drug benders uh, for the last couple weeks. And uh, although it wasn't really an issue for the networks that uh, did his show, Two and a Half Men, um, until uh, he decided to um, say a couple things about the producers and the creators, such as Chuck Lorre, then uh, those people uh, decided to cancel his show for the season. And he didn't like that too much. So he decided to go on every talk show imaginable and say, whatever he wanted and he has coined phrases such as uh duh winning um winning. and winning. yeah tiger blood and you know adonis dna and he's just pretty much just been going to all these different shows just talking about all this different just crazy stuff and um recently got on twitter a couple days ago and now holds the guinness book of world record for the fastest person to get to a million followers in 24 hours so he's just saying a bunch of crazy stuff, and a lot of people are actually wondering now, is it all for show? Is he, is he faking it? Or is this guy for real with all these these uh, these goddesses, quote-unquote goddesses that he has falling around? And uh, that's pretty much it. I don't know. He's just he's just acting crazy and saying I think what, he's for real. whatever he wants. I think he's always been like this, and I think he's always had somewhat of an idea of where he's going in life. And when he realized that two and a half men wasn't going to get him anywhere, he has to do it on his own. And I mean, obviously nobody else has gotten as many Twitter followers as he has in 24 hours. He got a million followers in 24 hours. You being one of those million. I am. Are you following him? I am following him now. Although, So now you are too. I, uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I was not in the record though. I, uh, just started following him, uh, Today, so I started following around five hundred thousand. So you are part of the record. I am part of the record. I I am in the Guinness Book of World Record. I gotta say, my name is not, but I am. I gotta say, some of his tweets, uh, pretty funny. Uh, so he's he's just he's just weird. This is okay. This is what I think, and I I think he's a genius. The thing is, you gotta know what you're doing to be a genius. And I think he knows what he's doing. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's a genius and is doing this on purpose. I think he's acting. Um, and I thought that before. And that's in itself, that's genius because now he's become the most relevant person in Hollywood. He is the most talked about person in Hollywood right now. And that's genius. And I think this is this this could potentially be the work of a of you know somebody doing marketing for him or PR for him. Like for all you guys know, that Twitter account is his publicist or something you know apparently and twitter has genius has verified that it is charlie sheen i don't know how they go about doing that but it actually is a verified twitter account for him they actually stopped twitter i read into this what twitter does they would take requests for verified accounts and they would say if that's how you know people that have 
14,000 followers have a Twitter badge. It's because Twitter used to take requests. You could just send it in and be like, verify us. And they would say, all right, cool. They stopped taking requests. They started making it private. And they started only verifying people that are important, apparently, or celebrities. So this is a genuinely verified account as opposed to other people who can verify in the past. Yeah, so like me with my nine followers, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get verified pretty I mean, soon it's taken saying. me... It's taken me, and uh, granted, I am no Charlie Sheen. I'm not even a celebrity. But it's taken me about two years. How long have I had Twitter? Two or three? Two or three years to get like 130 followers. This dude gets a million in 24 so hours. So, Chris. There's um, something about that. After hearing us just talk about it, you got a little background on Charlie. Um, I'm sure you've heard some of the phrases, uh, you know, rhymes with winning and uh, winning. and such. What are your thoughts on him? Well, I'm actually a fan of Two and a Half Men, so I, which I know some of you aren't. Dirtiest show on TV, if you guys watch it. Hilarious. Like, I think it's a funny show. And, you know, dumb, whatever, it's a dumb sitcom, but I laugh, and that's that's all I care to get out of it, so. But I gotta say, Charlie Sheen's PR guy has gotta be the same as Lil Wayne's uh, management person, because the reason they're important is because you can't get away from them. Little Wayne is not the best rapper. You just can't turn the radio on and not hear him. He's everywhere. Yeah. It's got to be the same thing. Good point. Good point. That's true. Although uh, Charlie did decline one interview, and I'm glad he did. Uh, Nancy Grace. Yeah, actually, I would have declined One, that one, one of my most hated people. Can't stand her. Um, Why did actually, she want him on there? Who knows? She invited him on. He said no. Good for and, him. <laughs> he's a genius good for True him genius nancy grace if i see her on the television nobody makes me turn the channel faster than nancy grace hands down Can't guys stand you're witnessing the the very first entry to the x list nancy grace makes the x list she's Horrible. on the x list she's all right but speaking of charlie sheen we're talking about two and a half men but let's think about his earlier movies and stuff that were also genius hot shots <laughs> Have you seen oh, it? Oh, dude, Hot, Hot Shots, Shots, Hot Shots is one of my awesome. favorite parody movies of all time. Yeah, it's Pat Proft. It's absolutely hilarious. Wall Street, the first one. I don't know if you guys he's have great. seen the no, second one, that. but no, he's great. He's Wall Street, the first one. Major awesome. League, awesome. <laughs> I mean, Wild Thing. Duh. Oh yeah, winning. Like duh. I'm made of tiger blood, man. They, these are all great movies. I I don't think Charlie Sheen has gone crazy. I think he has kept his comedy going, even he, though other people want him to stop at certain times. He, he just pulled, always wants to be funny. He always wants to be a comedian, and that's what he does. Um, I just want to give my opinion on Charlie Sheen. Um, I have the opinion that uh, this guy, he's doing what he wants to do. Like he said, okay, you know what? I, I'm doing all these drugs. I'm doing all this alcohol. I'm hanging out with all these uh, quote-unquote goddesses. But, you know, that's what I want to do. And if nobody else understands it, that's fine. I actually respect him for saying, this is what I want to do. Enjoy the ride. Yeah, he basically he took a he he took the LT road and revived his career and I mean he you know he had a good beginning, kind of no middle and he's back again. All right, that about does it for Charlie Sheen. And next we're going to talk about men's and women's sports, the differences, and why we don't like women's sports. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but really, we're talking about men playing women in sports so we'll get back to you in a second
All right, and we're back talking about men and oh! women playing together in sports. Thank you, Doug, for the sound effect. Got it. That way we don't have to go find them later. Now you know who we are. We're the best. So we're talking about men and women playing together in sports. And here to give you insight and give you the story is Stockland. Uh, Heather, my girlfriend, and I were sitting watching the, uh, the Tennessee Volunteers play, uh, I believe it was Georgia, um, uh, like a week or a week and a half ago. And they weren't doing too well. And uh, she's a big uh, Lady Volunteers uh, fan, and, and uh, I still can't believe she said this. She turned, she looked at me and she said, "Man, these uh, the guys aren't playing that well. You know what? I bet uh, the women team could beat the men team." And I looked at her, and I gave her the craziest look. It's funny to me too. And also, uh, just to just to continue on this, um, there is a, a guy in Minnesota. He's a he's a sportscaster. And he um, literally believed this. He said the UConn women's basketball team of uh, last year, not this year, the one that had the, the huge streak going, um, could beat a Division three men's basketball team. Now, me uh, having played basketball in high school, um, when I played basketball as a freshman, we would always play the women's varsity team. And uh, I think we played them... Over time, we played them like six or seven times, and we won every time. And I just want to get your guys' opinion on this because uh, in any sport, um, what do you think about um, the women in that sport playing the men in that same sport? Who would win uh, and why? And uh, what are the differences between the two sports? Because I think uh, what Heather told me is completely ridiculous, and uh, it would never happen. I don't think women could ever beat men in basketball and something like that. For one, it's the build. It's the build of guys, exactly. how we're built. We're always, we're most of the time taller. I mean, there's girls that are taller than me, yes, but the average height of a man is bigger than the height of a woman. It's a now, physicality, right? What were the scores on those games that you played? Were they blowouts or were they close? Or uh, Some of them. Did you get um, schooled? <laughs> no, dude, I'm just, you know, just dunking straight on these chicks. Uh <laughs> No, I mean, Who's sometimes sometimes Damn. we would win by, you know, double digits, you know, 10 or 15. Other times we would we would barely win, but we but we never lost the game. Chris uh, was talking to me the other day and he gave me a good point that if these teams played 100 times, uh, how many times the uh, the girls would uh, would beat. What do you got to say, Chris? In the fair nature of competition, which I mean, which is really why we play the game. It's why, it's why we play sports because we are competitive beings. I have to give I have to give at least a one percent chance. You know, I have to give them that that one out of a hundred because you know we've seen the George Masons get to the Final Four. We've seen the Appalachian States beat the Michigans, and yes, we've seen the Louisiana Moreaus beat the uh, Whamp. the Alabamas. Glorious, <sighs> but. In the fair nature of competition, I gotta give them that. And there was a, when I went to uh, the University of Alabama, there's a girl that played on the volleyball team named Amy Polly. She she was a phenomenal basketball player. Like she was head and tails above me. She's about three inches shorter than me. She could ball handle better than me. She could she's probably about the same shooting as I was, but just Everything within the game of basketball, she could do better than I could. And it really, like, she was the person that really made me understand that there are some girls that truly can keep up with men. Keep up with them. I don't think a team of them could, could for any 
length of time beat men just because of the fact of the physical nature. She wasn't stronger than me. She couldn't out she could not outdo me with that. Especially and the difference between me and her is she played on the volleyball team. She was an athlete. I was a guy that went to school there that shot around in the gym every now and then. So when you have athletes, women athletes that are there to play basketball and men athletes that are there to play basketball and that's what they're training to do on, you know, 20 hours a week, I got to give it to the men, hands down, 99 times out of 100. I wouldn't say 99 out of 100. I wouldn't go that far because 99 out of 100 is a pretty big stretch to say. But I would say I would say I would give it a 75 to 80%. Maybe up to 85. But you you got to think about the fact that regardless of how good the men's team is, they're going to have bad games where they just don't do anything like that. And you have to put stuff like that into perspective too. But if it's just a showdown between men and women, five games, men would win five out of five times. But if you start getting into a hundred games, I would put it at, you know, 80, 85%. Dude. Um, that's, that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Um, so you're saying that if they played a hundred times, they would win like, 85 games and that's it i'm sorry i completely disagree with you i'm not saying that they won't win a couple times but i think the pure physicality even if the guys are off shooting a couple nights i think the pure physicality the disparity between the the genders is is completely completely different to where yeah the guys would win 97 98 90 times 99 times out of 100 no doubt all right matt think of a picture a girl in your head your best friend, significant other, Marissa Miller. Uh, pick one. You got someone? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you got you got someone. You... Do, can they be famous? Sure, if you could if you can visualize a scenario. Right. I'm, okay. I'm visualizing. I got all right. I got it. I you got, got it. it. Okay. Got it. Imagine they're famous though. <laughs> imagine a, a a college wrestling match. You you against them. Oh, okay. had had oh. had to pin them. Like the, you either had to pin them, they had to pin you as how you win, or you push them out of the oh, out of the circle. Her Matt, so Matt, Matt already likes this scenario. Okay. He doesn't care okay. whoever pins who. He's go, He's you cool wrestle a hundred times. How many times does she beat you? Okay, if we're saying out of a hundred, she might beat me a couple times. If we're saying out of ten, I can go ten for ten. Ten for ten is easy. But when you start putting into a hundred, there lies room for error. There's a margin of error there that you have to say something for. Saying you're going to win 98 out of 100 times, that's a lot of times to win. Think of the the only sports that play that many games is baseball. Nobody in baseball wins that many games. And now we're thinking we are thinking about men versus women. So it's a different thing. But 100 games is a lot of games. Yeah, but you're saying you could beat her 10 out of 10 times. So just take those 10 out of 10 times and multiply that. 10 times and you have 100 so why would you not beat her 100 percent of the time because to me it feels like that 10 is a lot easier of a goal than 100 if a girl beat me one time i'd chop my balls off if a girl beat you in what in i mean our conversation was wrestling but i'd take that to okay we were talking about wrestling in the sense of the physicality of it so when you're talking about a you know a 6'10 male versus a 6'6 female that are both supposed to be some of the best at what they do, I'm going to take the 6'10 male that's going to be stronger and more physical. Even even on an off day, I can still overpower you and get to the goal. But I think even on an off day, if you are 6'4 versus the 6'6 player who's a woman, I think you'll still be able 
be able to overpower them just because of the physicality in in nature because i think hands down no matter who you are it's just men are stronger than women doesn't doesn't matter in any arena now there are gross bodybuilders out there that are that are just you know disgusting i've never found one of them attractive yeah it's disgusting but they they are technically stronger than you but on a day-to-day basis and if you put them on a basketball court it's just it's flat men are going to be stronger than women and it doesn't matter if it's a six foot guy going against a six six lady power forward i give you i will take the guys team any day of the week and that's what i'm saying but I thought, I mean, I, I thought that eighty-five percent would be a pretty good statistic. But when you talk about sheer like power, there are people like Parsons from Florida. He's not a huge built dude, but he can shoot well and he can drive and he can do things like that. He's not a huge, strong, powerful dude. Now he is a guy, but I'm saying there might be women out there that would be able to hang on fifteen percent of the games. Okay, I compare it like this: if Ray Allen played LeBron James. Ray Allen is a so much better of a shooter than LeBron James is. Yeah, Ray Allen given. would knock down three-pointers all day long. I'm taking LeBron because LeBron's going to get to the hole and get a layup probably nine out of ten times. If I mean, Ray Allen is a, what, a 45, 50% shooter? So even if he even if he exceeds that and makes six or seven out of ten, LeBron I'm still going to take the nine out of ten for LeBron. Yeah, because you can just dunk on him every just, time. Yeah, just overpowering him, just... just pushing him down and getting to the hole over Ray Allen just shooting all day from the three-point line. I think LeBron wins that every time. I still think it would be 85 to 90%. And I that's, still think that's ridiculous. That's just a lot of... That is a lot of time. I'll give him, out of 100 games, uh, we're just talking about basketball right now, I'll give him three times max. That's as, that's as high as I'm going. They'll get three wins out of 100, and I'd, I'd be far-pressed to even see them get that. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I, I'm probably right there with you on that well, one. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you that, that the men are always going to dominate the women in the sports like this, and it's it's not a sexist thing or anything like that. It's it's what you're talking about, how they were built, how men and women are different. But I do think the margin of error would be a little bit farther down than that, maybe 85 to 90%. But I wouldn't be surprised if it hit 97 or 98. It's unfortunate. It's that. all speculation. Yeah, exactly. It's all speculation. It's unfortunate that... Uh, we will never get to see that because that actually be, it, would it would be, be really interesting, would it not? You know what? When uh, when I played soccer back in the day, I played youth soccer. We played a women's traveling team that was like a year or two older than this. They absolutely obliterated us. They killed us. They knocked us down. They made us cry and things like that. And I'm scarred for life. I'm just kidding. But they really did kill us. They absolutely destroyed us. But that was back in the day in the youth ages. It would be interesting to see how things went. When we come back, we're going to talk about some other fun things, but we're going to take a break. Stick with us. back with the segment on our show (laughs) we're back with 
a segment on our show called The Wolf Blitzer. And here to explain The Wolf Blitzer, yes, it is very clever, is our very own Doug. <laughs> the Wolf Blitzer! All right, yeah, what we got going on here now is it's just going to be a question and answer blitz thing. Matt's got, Matt's got a few uh, topics, and he's going to ask Chris Stockland and I um, what, what, what we got to say about it. We have 30 seconds to answer. So, Matt... Blitz us. The challenge is going to be answering in 30 seconds. Some of the things can be answered in 30 seconds. Some of them you have to squeeze. So we're going to go on the <laughs> clock. Squeeze. You got to squeeze it. So we're going to go on the clock, and first up is tolls. I'm going to wait till an even number on the timer so I don't have to do that much work. And tolls. NFL strike. Go. NFL strike. Uh, the lockout. Got to stay with the owners on this one. These are billionaires that they've invested their money into uh, into the NFL when they could take it and they could do something else. They're not making profits right now, and and if if they don't con- if they don't continue to make enough profits, they'll take their money out and go do something else with it. Got to stick with the owners. Good call on that. All right, Andrew, we got Tumor's Corner, the trees. What do you have? Don't get me started on the trees. You only got thirty it's seconds. It's a sacred landmark that's very personal to. Auburn fans, and a lot of people may not understand it. I'm not all weepy cry about it, but it does hurt my heart a little bit. No laughing. Um, <laughs> this guy, the guy needs to, needs whatever the letter of the law is, he needs to be punished by it. If there's no letter of the law already, um, I'm sure there's, you know, this, just like any other environmental disaster or environmental attack, there's going to be something he can do. So, like, punish the, the B word guy. All right, all right, Stockland, Tubby Smith, go. Oh, Tubby Smith. Um, okay, uh, he has. We've lost uh, eight of the last nine games, uh, Minnesota Golden Gophers, and he has pretty much not taken any of the blame. Um, he can say all he wants, how he's lost, uh, Al Nolan to injury and a couple players to uh, defecting to other teams. Or, But uh, I honestly think he is probably gone at the end of the season uh, by his own choice because uh, he just doesn't have control of these players anymore. And... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Told, Plaxico Burris, would you take him or would you leave him? Plaxico Burris, no. I don't want him. I understand if you want him. Uh, great talent. Got you know Same thing as T.O., Randy Moss. He's one of those guys. You put him on the field. Defense has to account for him. Roll a safety over to him. Take your best corner on him. You know, Totally shuts one side of the field off for the defense. Uh, me, personally, no. Anybody that's dumb enough to you know, bring a loaded gun and put it in your pants and shoot yourself with it, no thanks. You don't get to play on my team. All right, good point. Andrew, we got Bob Sanders. How do you feel? Man, I feel like I just got broken up with, and my girlfriend left me for another man. Uh, I understand. I mean, he's gonna, he's got to work. He's gonna, This is his job, so he's got to do it. But, um, you know, and I know the Colts let him go. I just feel I'm a little heartbroken. I, I feel a little betrayed. Uh, I understand I still love him, but seriously, the Chargers... Seriously? It the happens, Chargers? Man, it happens. Ah. All right. Chris, we got Tiger Woods. What are your thoughts? Tiger Woods. Uh, he's pretty much sucking it up right now. And if uh, banging all those chicks got him to where he was, number one go- uh, golfer in the world, uh, I pretty much just think he needs to go back doing that. <laughs> do what you do to win. Um, tiger blood. That's Yeah. <laughs> he needs to get some of that tiger blood back in. Maybe he needs to call Charlie Sheen and uh, see if uh, he can refer him to some goddesses. All right, Chris, Miami, what do you think about the Heat this year? Ooh, As national heat. championship contenders, go. As contenders? As contenders. Uh, not a chance. Not a chance. There, Elaborate. There's, there's no There's no way they make it through. First round, I'll give them the first round. 
second, third, and fourth round of the playoffs, playoffs. they don't have what it takes. They can't win a close game. They, they haven't won any game by five points or less. Or they've won, I think they're one out of six in games that are five points or less. Um, they, they have no big man. They can't compete. They have nobody to take the last shot. I think D. Wade can take the last shot. They choose to give it to LeBron. LeBron refuses to be a closer. They don't have what it takes. They they can't match up. The only teams they can beat are the teams at the bottom of the pool. So Good no. point. D-Wade is a better clutch shooter, I think. Andrew, Bart Scott, Trey Marty, can't wait. What do you think? Can't wait. I I honestly think that's a genius move because Okay. I, I can't help I can't I can't help myself from saying I can't wait for certain things. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um you know, I'm thinking about trademarking uh I'm gonna go to the store because seriously <laughs> <laughs> By every day, daily, a million people might say that. So I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get my five cents per use. I'm going to go buy myself an NFL team. Be a All right. And the last topic, Chris, Minnesota's quarterback situation. What are you thinking? Oh, um, okay. So <laughs> the proposed uh, fixes, Vince Young, please no. Uh, Donovan McNabb, please no. I honestly would be okay with starting Joe Webb day one. The reason is because I honestly don't think we have another Super Bowl run in us. And let's just see what he's got. And I honestly don't really like a whole lot of people in this uh, in this draft. I think it's a pretty uh, weak uh, quarterback class. So I think go with Joe Webb day one, and uh, let's go from there. All right, and that's it. That's it for the, the Wolf, Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> that's it for the Wolf Blitzer. We'll be back with our final thoughts in a minute. back with our final thoughts make sure you check in with the show at the wolfpack show on twitter that is at the wolfpack show on twitter give us your thoughts give us your input tell us what you want to hear us talk about and if you want to tag us individually i am at batmarns b-a-t-t-m-a-r-n-e-s to my right we have at chris bertoldi c-h-r-i-s-b-e-r-t-o-l-d-i and then to my other farther right we have at Andrew M M M M M worst Twitter mm. name ever because Best you have to Twitter type so many M's. It's just five. Five M's. Andrew M M M M M. And then to my left we have at Chris Stockland, S T O C K L A N D. E. Nope. There's an E in there. <laughs> S- Fail. We have Chris Stockland at S T O C K E L A N D. So tweet us with your thoughts. Tell us what you want to hear. Next week's show is going to be awesome because we have a treat. We are going to skip sports for a minute, but we are going to be doing a draft. What kind of draft, you say? We are going to be doing a female draft. That's right. Fantasy draft. A female fantasy draft. We are going to draft our hot chicks. Chris, why don't you tell us about it? First off, there's a little game we play that's called Your Team. You see somebody whether they're attractive-looking, creepy-looking, crazy-looking, and you say, your team, or your team, to one of your friends, and you can put crazy people on other people's teams. So this is a chance of for us to pick cool people on our team, hot chicks on our team. So the way we're going to go about this <laughs> is we're going to draw names, just, just like the NFL draft. We're going to go, except this is going to go eight rounds deep. 
So we're going to have eight rounds. There's four of us. That's 32 people. Uh, next show, we'll start off the show by, uh, by drawing picks. We'll see who goes first. And then round one, first pick, we'll draft their number one girl. Their number one fantasy draft girl. Uh, then, you know, that'll be followed by round two all the way through round eight. We will have these teams ranked in brackets. Each one of us has, has our own bracket, one through eight. And the other three members will vote on who wins the seeds and which girls move on to the next round until we get to the very end and we will crown a champion of the fantasy draft. For 2011. 2011 fantasy female draft. <laughs> All right. So that about sums it up for this week. Be sure to tune in next week when we have our draft and nobody better steal my first pick. Seriously. That, that, uh, that awkward Seriously. moment of silence was, uh, as we were speaking of this, Stockland's girlfriend walked in as we're talking about <laughs> drafting fantasy females. So if you're wondering. But seriously, if anybody She's steal- my number one pick if anybody wants to know. <laughs> Seriously, if anybody steals my first pick, it's over. I got to at least have my first pick. All right, tune in next week. Follow us on Twitter at The Wolfpack Show. Send us your ideas. Thank you. I was going to ask you for that. I was going to ask you to give you one more, but you did it. Thanks. See you next week.